you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. And then Brady shoots one to Josh Gordon. Gordon breaking tackles. Touchdown, New England. David. Football. Football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Time is a flat circle. The more things change, the more they stay the same. I don't know any other cliches I can throw out, but hi and hello and welcome to Studio 66. We are ready to roll here. Oh, Sheck, let's not even waste any After time. After week one. Let's not waste any time. Let's overreact. The Damashek Show presented as always by Zaxby's Home for the famous chicken fingers, Ooh. wings, and salads. I need some, one of their delectable sauces. I don't know if it can be applied to my broken heart to help mend it a little bit. I know that. Uh, it always helps a heart. I think it probably would, but let's jump into it as fast as we possibly can. Josh Gordon, Tom Brady, and the rest did their usual trick on the, uh, on the uh, Pittsburgh I don't even want to go there. I didn't want to go there yet. What are you talking about? Don't let's, go there. Because let's talk about the news that happened before that. All right. Well, we're going to get into that. Let's say hello to, to our main man here, uh, one half of the great radio team of the L.A. Rams. Check. See Hold him my on hand. Fantasy Live. You see him all over Total Access and beyond. It's Maurice Jones-Drew, everybody. We don't even have no, time for the music. we don't have it for it. Yeah, thank you. That's we all can't we want. Do the, I don't yeah. want the music. All right. Jump in, I, Maurice. Where so, do you want to start, fella? First of all, when the news broke down, I was heartbroken. You AB, were? AB didn't want to go to the you know the Raiders and, and Mike Mayock and that whole situation. You know, that really hurt me. Because I, as a Raiders fan, living in the same community as AB, seeing the way the kids that I coached, you know, started to turn the Raider fans the way I did, uh, to see him part hurt me. Mm. But I knew where he was going to land. I knew it. Everybody in the world did, except that it was so natural for him to go to the Patriots that it almost felt like some heightened reality or surreal or something, right? And like, it really I is wanted, happening in the same day that he also I, gets his release? I wanted to text you. I wanted to FaceTime you. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see your reaction, but I was like, I'm going to wait. I was I, I was inside a bottle at that point. I just yeah. crawled in there to, to dull my sorrows. Because remember, the Patriots tried to trade for A.B., 
mm-hmm. during that time, and Pittsburgh wouldn't do it. And somehow, some way, the football gods said, you know what? Let's bring it back full circle. How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm displeased, obviously. I don't like it that A.B. got his way. But I'm curious, do you think or do you have any inside poop on how this all went down? Do you think Antonio Brown, and then let's talk about the, the more important matter going forward, A.B. or not on that Patriots roster, how far they can take this thing. I mean, can they go 14-2, and 15-1? They certainly looked unstoppable. But, of course, the worst matchup, you know, matchup dictates the rivalry and all that kind of stuff. I mean, the, the Patriots, for the entirety of this millennium, have owned the Steelers. It's embarrassing to say that as a Steelers fan, but it is, I mean, it, that that may have been the most humiliating game out of all the Brady v, v. Roethlisberger um, and beyond games that we've seen. Do you have any inside poop on A.B.? Do you think it was he was crazy like a fox this whole time? Or at no, any point, no, no. do you think, well, what, how do you explain the reaction so, when he gets his release from the Raiders? Why did he run well, outside I, so gleefully? Like, see, I, I don't I don't know. I can't give you any information on that because I haven't I don't haven't spoken to A.B. or done all those things. But I can tell you how it is when two people don't get along, when front man is, when front office doesn't get along with the players. Um, that happens a lot. And a lot of players ask for it to be released. A lot of things do different things. Um, and for me, you know, as an adult, you have to understand that like, you're not going to like everyone that you can work with. And so I think you have to put blame on both sides. Obviously, A.B. not showing up to meetings can't do that. You can't do that at all. That is – and then you, you you are supposed to get fined for that. And you can't put the fine on Instagram. You can't do any of those things. For the Raiders, you knew what you were getting in when you traded them. You knew this was what was going on. And if you didn't know, shame on you because you're supposed to do your research before you do all those things and understand every player is different. And I, I was on, I was, you know, I always go on Twitter. I don't really talk. I, I heard some people say, well, you, that's right. Mike Mayock, you're right. You got to treat him like the 53rd player on the roster. And then my response to that is, well, that's, that's false. That's completely wrong. Well, because Jimmy Johnson probably is the most famous example of having a different standard for his stars. Every coach is like that. Just because they say, like, we treat everyone the same. No, you don't. Because the expectation for the 53rd player on the roster isn't the same for Antonio Brown. You don't expect him to go out there and do what Antonio Brown does. Well, they, well I mean, to that measure, they, they John Gruden certainly kissed his bum plenty good well, the it, whole way through. But, but it's sometimes when, when, when you have a relationship, and we all have been in those situations where there's someone that you just – can't stand you can't either Mike it seemed like Mike Mayock and AB just couldn't be around each other and that something was going to happen again and and again and again and sometimes it's best to part ways in that situation I think that probably was the best thing for both parties um, but, but what a creep, though. To, to I mean, listen, I haven't said bad about A.B. I've always, as I've said, my encounters with him have been unfailingly pleasant. He's, Mine, too. He's, a, you know, he's been a fun Phenomenal guy with, with my us. Kids. Phenomenal with my kids and everything. Clearly cares about his kids. But I mean, listen, the, the attacks of Derek Carr and David Carr, who went out of their way, the whole me- the whole thing. I don't like. So this is the thing. This is what the I whole thing with Roethlisberger. He never invites me to his house and all that stuff. That's what the cars did. You know, you know, David yeah, Carr, yeah, at yeah, least, they, they, you know, yeah, Derek yeah, yeah, as well. Know, yeah, like, but they, 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 those people were uh, they, they secretly had the knives out for A.B. and weren't cool I, to him. It's ridiculous. This is, this is the thing. You knew that going in, though. All right. We didn't know that going in. We didn't hear all the reports coming out of Pittsburgh. When, no, I did we not know that going in? Well, no, the report was Roethlisberger isn't nice to me. And David Carr, I mean, Derek Carr went out of his way to be nice to him. No question. 
what I'm saying is they they knew that going in. Now, like I said, AB's part, his side, he take full blame for that. You should blame AB for all those things. Derek and David did a great job inviting them to the birthday parties, but you have to understand that he's in a he was in a different situation. He has some different stuff going on. We talked about the helmet thing. I told you about my issue with the helmet thing, where they kept changing my helmet every mm-hmm. year. A lot of players go through that. He took it to a to a, a different level. So none of this is a conspiracy no. theory to force his way out of Oakland. Because it, 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 at some point it started to that. feel like yeah, it started well, to think, feel like he's coming up with every excuse to so not actually ever play football. This is, this is what this is what I, I this is where I felt it turned for the worse was when he apologized, mm-hmm. and then they find him conduct detrimental, which means all his guarantees were. Once that happened, I knew it was done. Once I heard that report, I was like, oh, it's over. He's not playing, and he's going to try to find a way out of there. And that was the the last straw on the camel's back, I think. And for- you don't think here, – here are two theories that are out there. You don't think that could be Drew Rosenhaus, but here's one that kind of makes sense to me, and I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but James Harrison – took naps in meetings with Tomlin to the point that they finally, you know, belly ache, belly ached and took naps and was disrespectful on various levels. And finally, Mike Tomlin just released him and he landed immediately in New England. It kind of stands to reason that James Harrison could say to A.B., his pal, hey, listen, you know, act like enough of a malcontent. They're going to release you. And I can assure you through back channels that the Patriots are going to be interested in. You. I, again, well, he, they, you got to remember his agent knew that the Patriots tried to trade for him in Pittsburgh. Right. And not only were the Patriots trying to make it happen when he got released, there was multiple teams. So right. this, and this is the, this is the thing that I have to get our fans to understand. Like they're like, Oh, I, you're not supposed to act this way. And okay. So he acted that way. He acted crazy. He gets released. And they said there was 10-plus teams that were still trying to get him. Like, so what do you – if the teams are going to put up with it? Like, the lesson is, obviously, is the talent you, is highly valued. And that goes to my next point, that in this league, you have to have talented players to win. I dis, I don't disagree with that. Obviously, I would be a, a moron to say that in an absolute. But what I've said all off season and is now proven one weekend. It's only no. 60 minutes for what, every what team. Game? What game? I, it is more now. Give me, give you won't like game. this Maurice tell because me. you like to, you like to always talk about talented players no, or what I want, you to, I want you to tell me it's a coach's league. So what, what coach, is what what's coach? more important now is who's coaching these what guys coach, coach? than the guys who are okay, doing so it. So which coach are you pointing to? Now let's start with Kellen Moore. I said all off season, and in fact, okay. during 2018, Jason Garrett, give it up, stop with the 20th century nonsense. It's as plain as day to me, Maurice. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not you no. with the X's and O's no. and and Brian Balding or anyone else. Mm. That, but to my eye, when I can look at it and say this is what they should be doing philosophically with their offense, and. One game in, I'm looking pretty good. Dak Prescott putting that ball under center, little RPO stuff, getting him on the edge a little bit. I I said that offense is going to – the defense is good, is really good. But I said the difference is going to be that Dallas offense with Kellen Moore. So far, that's one. Let me tell you. That's one. So who did they add? Who did they add to this? Randall Cobb? Okay. Oh, he's fine. Randall Cobb. Okay. Trade a first-round pick for Amari Cooper, right? He was Michael there last Gallup year. was a no. He was there towards the end. He got there towards the end of the season last year. Remember, he started playing. He kind of came in what middle week six or something, and then you know. But you got to now. He has a full season there. Michael Gallup is year two. Mm-hmm. Who we saw as a rookie. Offensive line is healthier. Offense, yeah. So 
all they you have Fredericks back like right. so all these pieces are coming back. I can go and call plays there. Like, oh, that's cool. Okay, Patriots. Patri- uh, who? I'm going to tell you the because pa- you told me this before the show, and I was thinking I was like, man, Bashek may be right, but you're wrong. Josh McDaniels when he was with the Rams wasn't that good because they didn't have any players. There is something weird that we have talked Josh about McDaniels before. With why the Broncos? Bill, why Bill Belichick cannot? It, it is bizarre that you know as compared to. Bill Walsh, Bill Parcells, Vince Lombardi, Chuck Knoll, who, uh, Tom Landry. Players. But those guys all, those guys spawn plenty of great head because, coaches. Because guess what those guys did? Belichick, when, Belichick, I don't know what secrets he holds within his no, brain that he shares with, with no one else. It has nothing to do with that. You have Tom Brady, mm-hmm. who's been playing for 20 years now, mm-hmm. has seen every defense. I can go out there and say, hey, Tom, run this play, but if you see something else, check it. Which we see Tom check multiple plays all the time. He always gets him into the right play. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing, one thing that we, we don't give Tom enough credit for. We he's a great quarterback, but he has a beautiful mind too. Like when we talk about Peyton Manning and all the Omaha, all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? So it comes down to you have a player on the field, a coach player on the field that can get you into the perfect play. If 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 I told you, speaking uh, an offensive offensive terminology is like speaking a, a language, mm-hmm. and you get to speak a language for three years, and then you have to you, the next three years is a different language. The next three years is a different language. But you're playing a, a team that they all speak English. Who do you think is going to win when I, it comes to communicating? I get it. If if the spirit of your argument is that Tom Brady, as a 20 year vet, is uh, is savvy under center, then I mean, yeah, but, I'm not going to argue. But this, but this <laughs> is the other thing, though. If if the Patriots, if it was all about coaching, the Patriots wouldn't have went out and got Antonio Brown. Okay. If it listen. was all about coaching, they wouldn't have traded for Josh Gordon. My point is slightly more nuanced than that. I didn't say that I could go out and go nine you, and seven. No, no. You said then you you brought up Sean McVay, mm-hmm. and I and I okay. Wanna, That's if, another one. I, I There's another. Sean McVay is phenomenal. Jared Goff bust. What a ridiculous pick the Rams I, made with Jeff Fisher. Sean McVay comes in. Oh, he's an MVP candidate. So I'm going to tell you this, and Sean McVay will tell you this. His offense is phenomenal, and yes, he's a great offensive mind. He's a great coach. He does a really good job. When he was when he was a head coach, he came out and said, "We have to change this roster. We have to get players who can block, people who can catch." They went out and paid Robert Woods. They traded for Brandon Cooks. You draft Gerald Everett. You 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 bring in uh, Andrew Whitworth, John Sullivan. All they've done is put pieces and pieces. Josh Reynolds. All they've done, literally, the receiving core from the first year I called the Ram games to the second was completely different. Okay, listen. Here's Completely a, different. Okay, these are all Sammy anecdotal. Watkins. Hold on. They went and traded for Sammy I Watkins. Get it. But do you think, do you think, I mean, you listen to John Gruden, you listen to Mike Tomlin, these platitudinous guys with their malaprops and, hey, we accept our situation. It's owed to our performance. As you, what the standard you is the standard. What else can you say? Knock on wood. All that stuff. Do you think Bill Belichick or Sean McVay is doing any of that nonsense? The exact same thing. Because you know what? When a player, like, so a great example, you said. Is that right? A great example, Eric Weddle goes down in the game. They have to bring in Marquis Christian, who's a, more of a special teams. He plays back. He played a lot of safety last year, but he's, he's more of a backup special teams guy. And then guess who else has to step in and play? Taylor Rapp. And then guess what the standard is? It's the standard. I get the standard is the standard, but there's an intellectual aspect that it seems like guys who skew more on like, you know, impose our will and all that brawny kind of stuff is is kind well, of nonsense at oh, this it's, point, it's, isn't it? As a, when you get to the NFL, and, and I, I, I specifically remember telling Mel Tucker this, who's now the head coach at uh, Colorado, mm-hmm. and I told him, I said, we had Do a practice. Yeah, they're doing a really good job. We had a practice, and um, 
we were out there tackling. It was like late November, and I, you know, I'm beat up, and I'm like, Coach, like, what are we doing? You know, like, can we just go out there and get our our reps in, know what we're doing, and get better? And he was like, Well, we got to make sure these guys know how to tackle. And I'm like, Coach, <laughs> we're in the league, babe. Like, if you, at most, you've been playing football for five years. If you don't know how to tackle by now, I mean, I don't know what we we shouldn't be. They shouldn't be on our roster. You know what I mean? And and that's what Mike Mike Tomlin is telling you guys when he says that is like, look. We have to take responsibility for what we put on the field, which is true. Now, I get it. He says it every time they lose, but you have to. Those are the players that they put. They decided as a coaching staff, these are the best 53 to give us a chance to win. Okay. They Let me just say it. this to you. Do you think that so you think the Steelers, and you said yeah. before the season started, you said the Steelers were going to go 6-10. and 10. And I said it, was gonna be, it wasn't going to be Mike Tomlin's fault. Okay, but six and ten is what, is what your preseason prediction mm-hmm. was here. Um, you know why? Go ahead. You, you, you want to know why? I would like to know why, yes. Because you don't have superstars anymore. You don't have Le'Veon. You don't have A.B. Remember, I keep telling you, players win games. Mm-hmm. I Trust me, I played on teams where we, we've had really good players and we went to the playoffs. And I played on teams where we were, you know, young and guys weren't developed and all of a sudden we're losing games. And it was no different. The coach so was you're, so So your contention here is, is that the Steelers are bereft of high-end talent. You don't think that that offensive line, you don't think that that defensive front, you don't think those are T.J. Watt. Listen, this is the thing. Remember, when Pittsburgh was good, Mm -hmm. when Pittsburgh was really good, their defense was number one in the NFL, period. Mm -hmm. There's no Troy Palomalu back there right now. There's no Ike Taylor at corner right now. I don't see a Ryan Clark out there hitting. Listen, you know I love love Ike Taylor. You don't think Joe Hayden's a high-end cover corner? I, I saw him miss some tackles. I, Ike did never miss tackles. Okay. Ike was a sure tackler at corner. He could cover. He couldn't. Now, Ike going to drop a pick or three in the game, but he was going to be a sure tackler, and he's going to cover his guy. And you could put Ike on the best player week in and week out. So I think that describes you, Joe Hayden, but okay. Oh, that may be, but, but you have to. That's one player. You don't have Troy Palomalu. Remember, remember when you were winning championships? Yes, I like, know. Do you Jerome, think? You had players on your team. Just people take for granted how good those teams were. Here's here's uh, listen. I'm not saying I am not saying that in September that the that the Rooney family should from on high announce that Mike Tomlin's out. But how do you expect? By the way, all this stuff about playing for each other and winning for the guy next to you and all that kind of stuff. Supposed to do that, right? Okay, fine. That's what Mike Tomlin's uh, is. Every team preaches that, and all and all the guys in the locker room after Sunday night in the Steelers locker room were saying that kind of stuff. If they lose to Seattle at home and they go to zero and two with a trip across the country to San Francisco in Week Three, I think that the wheels could come off awful fast. And I I wonder how do you buy in? How would you buy in as a player when all the stuff you've heard, especially in in the month of August, in the run up to this season, how do you buy in? to what Mike Tomlin so, and company are preaching when you just got I'm gonna, whipped. I'm going to tell you exactly. So that, that you winning, you have to win. Period. They didn't it's lose. Like, no, no, you have to win. And they were like, humiliated. And they're going to go back and they're going to correct it. If they don't win week two or week three, then you're going to have a problem. Mm-hmm. I remember being in the locker room, though, when I was my second year, we, we went, we were 2007, we went to the playoffs. I remember looking at Fred Taylor and him looking at me and we knew, we knew what was going on, period. Like, I know you're going to do your job. You know, I'm going to do my job. Mm-hmm. Period. You're gonna ball. I'm a ball. Okay. We looked at other players. He's gonna do his job. He's gonna. We we knew defensively. We knew what they were gonna do. We looked at Rasheen Mathis. The key is, I'm naming players that were really good, all pros, Pro Bowlers. 
you guys have here's with all due respect, Maurice. My pushback to you is this: when that is when what you're talking about is every NFL team ran essentially the same kind of an offense. You guys were a little more grinded out, but for the most part, situational play now. call. No, they don't. Who? Who does it? The what Bengals, are you talking about? The Bengals run the same plays as the Rams, the Seahawks, the Packers. Everybody runs. They, they, I just watched Carolina literally run the same plays out of just different formations. There's way more variation than there was 10 years but, ago. But this is what I'm saying, and, and this is what it comes down to. I refer you to the Baltimore Ravens as example but one. Look at their look at the players they have on their team. I don't well. We knew well, what Hollywood Brown was that's when a he great, was in college. You know what? The other side of that is, though, with Lamar Jackson. I, we we, we have yet saw to Lamar see. Jackson in college, how good he was. Last year, it was an anomaly, right? Because they were running. They, right. didn't, they, didn't have a, they didn't get a full offseason, really, to see how he – they got an offseason where they were able to bring in all the Louisville coaches to see how they were able to make him better. And guess what? He went out and played like he played – well, now, granted, the Dolphins – Cut everyone and trade everyone away. I know, but but by the way, the the oh, it was just against the Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins are a mess right now as a as an oh, organization. What start. they're doing, they have they have some very good guys, especially in the secondary. Well, Mika Fitzpatrick, I saw him running trailing behind uh, Hollywood Brown, so I know that the 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 Ravens have players on their roster that can make plays and. To be honest, they let a couple out the building go to, to the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers defense has been horrible for years. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they got brought in some players. Guess what? Their defense is good. Mike Pettin ain't changed. You know who? You know who left the Philadelphia Eagles? And uh, I mean, I, it's a little unfair to to um, call. I, I I don't know what Nick Foles would have been. Obviously, he throws that uh, great pass and takes the lick doing it. But Doug Peterson was the key, not Nick Foles. Mm, no, 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 not no, no, Nick no, no, Foles. no, 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 Nick no. Foles. Who Alshon pedestrian. Jeffrey was the key. Uh, Zach Ertz was the key. I, Those are players that you put I'm around not him. Suggesting Maurice, Let me that tell you what me and Eddie Foles. Spaghetti could go out and be a good NFL team. But I'm telling you that the coach is more important at this point. No, not at all. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. You know, say Patrick that. Patrick Mahomes would be would be doing what he's doing under so, any so, circumstance so, in the NFL. I can't tell you. I just know what Andy Reid did with Alex Smith. And then I saw you put Patrick Mahomes in there, who's a, uh, in, and I love Alex Smith. I, I personally would rather have Alex Smith on my roster than some of these quarterbacks in the NFL. But when you put Patrick Mahomes in there, and that it's a different talent, what happened? All of a sudden, Andy Reid's offense is unstoppable. Fair. So, okay. So, so that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, you coaches, don't get me wrong. Coaches, you need good coaches because there's a lot of players that have potential that need to be developed. But... I in feel like I'm win. on the side of the have-nots right now. Yeah. I feel like there is that there is a discernible in or, disadvantage bad coaches from the coaching I'm going to tell you what a coach once told me, and, then, and I'm going to end the conversation. A coach said, <laughs> he said, Maurice, you know what? A I'll good, decide a if it's players, over. It's, it's over. Okay. With good players, you have a good coach. With great players, you have a great coach. With bad players, you know what that coach is? Hmm. Fired. All right. That's what that happens. That doesn't end the conversation that, that's, for me. That's, it doesn't matter how good you are as a coach. If your players aren't good, You'll get fired. I get Period. I Well, yes, I get that there is typically in, in the 21st century NFL that even the best coaches almost always need a year or two to put things together in the way that they like it so that their system's going to work. Sean McVay was an exception to that. What, but but that, that was what I'm trying to tell you. That year one, they, they, they brought in Robert Woods. They signed Andrew Whitworth. They drafted all these dudes. I get Cooper it. Cooper Cup, Gerald Everett. All these guys are coming to help out. And then remember, they traded for Sammy Watkins. 
they 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 literally went and sent picks to Buffalo to get Sammy to come over so they can be because they he he knows Sean McVay knows that he needs players out there that can help run his system. Let me ask you this though. Let's uh, so David Andrews was out for the Patriots. Right. Rob Gronkowski retired. We know that Kyle Van Noy was uh, off with his wife um, who was in labor. All those some big absences from last year into this one. Josh Gordon was the midseason kind of a blip for the Patriots in 2018. Now back in more prominent role. And here comes AB. Is it possible? You know, it's easy if you're a fan of a team. And I saw a lot of this on Twitter on Sunday night from the Steeler side of things. A lot. This team is the worst. And I have my issues with Mike Tomlin with the platitudes. What his what his virtue is as a head coach, as far as I'm concerned, is is that rah rah kind of stuff and that Rex Ryan was good at that um, Herm Edwards was good at, but that's short term. When you can push buttons and get emotions out of a guy, our backs are to the wall. It worked for the Patriots last year. No one believes in us, but that doesn't work year in, year out, game in, game out. Players on your roster. When Pittsburgh won the Super Bowl with Mike Tomlin, look at that roster and then look at the one you have. Okay, I'm talking about, but but my point back is that was a humiliating performance. Dante Moncrief in particular was atrocious, catching some passes. The play calling was unimaginative and straightforward. I could sit watching my TV and say, the the ball's going here. It's going to be on the the ground. It's going to throw. The Patriots going 15 and one. Is that what you're asking? But the other side is, that you know, as you always have to point out, the people that can't see the forest for the trees because they're obsessed by their team positively right. or negatively. Talk to Eddie Spaghetti there behind the glass about his New York Giants. Oh. The uh, the the Patriots were playing them in Foxborough, and I know all the stuff, and I know the track record that them. they don't do well in Week One, and they don't really peak uh, till later in the year. But I mean, the offensive line is should be a little bit better than it was last year, even minus uh, David Andrews, you would think. And, but no. they lost Trent Brown. They lost some I guys. know. But, but, dr- but I was going to say this. But the defense is going to be mighty. So let me and say this. And the offense should you, be unstoppable. Well, let me say this, though. And and let's 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 really go back and dive into the because I was watching it this morning. The Patriots were running the ball, or at least trying to, and Pittsburgh was shutting down the mm-hmm. run early on. Um. And that's what opened the passing lanes because all the big plays came off of what? Play action pass. Mm-hmm. So they did. They made them one dimensional. They just in the back end weren't covering, right? So those are things that they have to work on to get better Pittsburgh wise. I think with the Patriots, I, I, I'm i not going to say, like, I think for a lot of teams in the AFC, like, you're, you're nervous because it's like, oh, no, like, the Patriots are back. But they'll, they'll stumble a game or two. They normally do. If they go 16 0 this year, so be it. They've done it before. That, that, but, what I'm trying to get people to understand is Bill Belichick is going out and getting players. He understands we need players. Remember this before you, I just want to say before mm-hmm. when they went 11 and five and didn't make the playoffs, remember they had Wes Welker, Randy Maul, they had players on their team, but the one player that they always needed wasn't there. They went 11 and five. Cause they had a great team. They what? I mean, that's the biggest dent in Tom Brady's legacy that the backup Matt Castle. But he didn't go could, to the playoffs. I get it, it but he won 11 games. So, okay, so win 11 games. You can win 11 games. You can win 10 games. You can win as long as the, I think the, the bowl is any the team, dance. any fan of any NFL team right now, this side of the Patriots would sign off right now. Oh, you'll give us 11 wins for this And season? no playoffs? We'll and no, no playoffs? You, no, you'll take your chances uh, 11 with 11 games? wins. No, I'm saying if, if, if you would sign off on 11 games and no playoffs, no one would sign that. All right, what are we talking about, though? That's a, that's not the issue but, here. But what I'm saying is, is it goes back to the, the original argument is that Bill Belichick sees how good his team is and they can still get better. That's why he's adding Antonio Brown. 
is it fair? And I know what your answer is going to be, but do you think it's fair for Tony Dungy or anyone else to say, yeah, but they're morally lax or ethically lax or whatever else that would allow them to take on these guys. The comparison that I keep making about the 21st century Patriots is the seventies Raiders. I think it's ironic that, that AB leaves those same Raiders and, and moves to the Patriots, well, the 70s but that's Raiders what they do. Were, they they, they, they were, are like, just win. They that's didn't, right. When, just when, win baby. That whole mantra is what Gruden's trying to get back to. And there was, I think there was oh, a disconnect. You're, a trouble, you're, you're, you're an uber talented, but but vaguely troubled for whatever reason on any level. Just win and we'll take care of everything else. Well, we got to bring him in and at least look at this guy. Right. It didn't work with Albert Hainsworth. It didn't work with Michael Floyd. It didn't work with Ocho Cinco and beyond. But it's the same. You the, bring in all those so guys to look at You were at just telling me how everything is different, how the 21st century is different. No, it's not. Everyone does the same thing. You know what? You're super talented. Let's see if we can get you in here and get to what we all saw of you whenever you were playing to get you to play like that. And you know what? If we can't, oh, well, so be it. At least we took it. We, we, we kicked the, you know, the, the can down the street to see if it worked. That's what you're supposed to do. Because like I told people at the very beginning when this whole A-B thing, he wasn't going to play Monday night. No, 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 no. AB is going to help you win if you were with if he was with the Raiders. He was going to play Monday night, period, because Gruden and Mike Mayock are only going to get judged off of wins and losses. No one cares how you handle the AB situation. If you win four games this year as the Raiders, you know what they're going to go back and say? You should have handled that situation differently. Oh, they're already saying that, it, and it and, does. And, and that's what because at the end of the day, you can be. And we have some. We've seen some instances where players have done some really horrific things. But if you win, I get it. We let, but it also, let me just say this to you. There is, I'm not making light of the terrible hurricanes and stuff, but really I've said before that instead of random names, we should name hurricanes after football players. They're rugged. At least there's some dignity in losing to a professional football player. But really in pro football at this point, they should call it Hurricane A.B. because everywhere he goes, he leaves destruction in his wake. Look at how he left Pittsburgh. Now look how he leaves Oakland. Mean? I mean, how do Mayock and Gruden go on from this? Yeah, I, I let you play. Uh, that's all right. Yeah, I knew you were going to release a recording of um, something that doesn't play in Mike Mayock's favor. Yeah, you can release that, A.B. Yeah, it's it's it just is a bad look, at and the they're untethered the day, from the I same you, level of at morality. The end of the day, there, no one cares about morality. And I, I, I'm sorry for people to hear this. All they care about is winning. Yeah, I'm not Period. someone who takes up residence on it Mount Pius. It doesn't matter about anything else. You can do whatever, as long as we win. That's all that matters, because that's how I'm getting judged. That's how I feed my family. That's how my kids can go to these great schools and I, my wife can do these things and all this. We have to win. And 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 for people that don't understand that, watch the, watch the NFL. It'll, it'll, they'll show it week I get after it. week after money, week. Money, but the other another cliche around pro football is money plays. Now let's no switch gears quickly yes. to the team that the Patriots played in the Super Bowl. Well, Todd Gurley makes a lot of money, but it seemed like Malcolm Brown was more significant in that offense on mm, Sunday than not uh, really than Gurley. Why? Why would you say that? Because he scored twice, getting the touches in the red zone. So this is what they're and and this is what I know is I don't know if this is exactly what they're doing, but they're I think they're doing Todd gets a couple series and then Malcolm gets one. Todd gets a couple because remember everyone thought it was Daryl Henderson. I kept trying to tell people no, you, it's Malcolm I know. Brown. You told me that um, in advance. And so when whenever your series is up. They, it's it's week one. They they want to make sure that they secure. Now, when the game was on the line and Malcolm was there, and they had to get a first down, who they give the ball to? 
and that tells you everything you need to know about it. Like I, I tell my kids, I don't think it time. tells me everything I need to know. That was mean? the game was on the line. If they didn't get a first down, Carolina just went down and, and scored. If they don't get a first down, guess what happens? They get, they, uh, Carolina gets the ball. They go back down. Kick a field. You go to OT, right? Maurice, I could talk to you for another four hours, and we've only just seen 60 minutes per team. I can't wait for the season. Pittsburgh fans may disagree. When you come on this show. I love Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh to death. I'm just telling you that players, a lot of people are going to blame Mike Tomlin. But like my, my, what, what I just told you, that story that coach told me. A coach is only good as the players he has. When you start coaching, you'll understand that. Because I coach, I coach youth football. And I have a really good team, and we lost this weekend. Oh, and no. I, and I told to my team, you know what, I, it happens. But I said, in order for us to win, we had to be physical. We weren't the most physical team, so guess what? We lost. I, the last thing I'll say about the A-B thing uh, to you is this. Steelers fans should be pleased, at least to this degree, that A-B couldn't be on his social media on Sunday night. Can, can, can you imagine – Every, after every Philip Dorsett or Josh Gordon oh, he touchdown oh. or drop by Dante Moncrief or unimaginative play call on fourth and one or kicking a field, that was the most humiliating. That's when the Steelers of 2019 kind of etched themselves next to Vanderbilt playing Alabama or something like that. Like, yeah, well, the, yeah, we're down 20 to zero in the third quarter. But let's just kick a field goal because we need something positive right now. Yeah, now all we have to do the rest of the way is score two touchdowns and a field goal to tie this game and make sure that Tom Brady, who just hung 20 on us, doesn't score again the rest of this half. It was a ridiculous thing. It was a You'd ma- rather it- go for it? Of course. That was the only decision that's in that why, situation. That's why, that's why people, that's why you can't coach, man. You got to get on the oh, board to get momentum. Stop it. They Eddie had no spaghetti. chance Real quick given before those we circumstances. Go. Eddie Spaghetti. Can you imagine the cutaways to AB, though, laughing? What the, what, I, I, been ugly. I suspect his love of social media at least included him videotaping that for posterity's sake. Eddie Spaghetti. What's up, Maurice? So what are we doing with Saquon? What, like, 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 what, what are we doing? They're not using him, and they should have. There's no reason why that guy who was in Cabo for a month got more, you know, as many touches as Saquon did, who was over 100 yards on, like, 11 carries. He was killing the Cowboys, and, and they did not use him. when If they use him effectively, that one drive, the third and one, and the fourth and one inside the five, and they when he got sacked because Sterling Shepard was tackled in the end zone. If, if Saquon scores there, like, totally different game. It's it's very disappointing because uh, I think that, obviously, the defense is not going to stop a nosebleed. So, so, just do, get, so do you think y'all should have traded uh, – OBJ or no? Nah? I mean, it wouldn't matter. Our receivers could be the Patriots receivers. It wouldn't matter. The defense is is, is the worst. Got to score points. The defense might be worse in the league. Okay, okay. And then so let me let me talk about Jacksonville. I want to talk about so well. Jacksonville because we haven't talked about Jacksonville. Um, Odell didn't, but uh, like I told you, I think I told you this before. Anytime there's a team um, trading for linemen uh, in week four, at least the Patriots traded for the guy, then they cut him. Like right, look, we're we're better with what we have, but. When that when I saw the Browns starting to trade for offensive linemen in Week Four of the preseason, I said, "Oh, it's over. The whole hype thing is done." Because yes, that's clear. It, it turns out pro football is still actual football, not fantasy football, and you actually have to have It'll a decent well. offensive line. Save a couple. Listen, that's all fine. Talk about Jacksonville real quick before we go. You may just, you may talk. So listen, about them. it's I, too I, bad I feel, for Nick I Foles. feel really bad for for Nick Foles. I think that first of all, that is a horrible way to go out. Throw a touchdown, you get driven to ground, no penalty, anything. Um, but this is the issue. Your left tackle is out. The backup left tackle is out. You're going to get hit because they have now, because your protection has to slide that way to protect them, right. you're going to put Chris Jones one-on-one with someone. like. So it goes back to what we started off saying. <laughs> and this is why I believe, this is why I believe so much in what Sean McVay is doing and what the Rams are doing. Their injury report, they had zero players on the injury report. 
coming into week one. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many teams with 10, 12, all these guys. I'm like, what are you, like, what are you doing? The key is to make it to Sunday with the best roster you can and then let the cards play out I, how they may. I agree with Tony Romo on so much of the things that he throws out in a game. Um, but he threw out fairly early on. I think you're going to see a lot more in 2020 in August. I think you're going to see a lot more guys, a lot more teams trying to use their guys in preseason games um, because uh, clearly these guys are too rusty. No, no, Tony. That is that is not what the takeaway is. Trust me. You're going to look at how the Patriots and the Rams did it. Well, and, the Patriots played their guys, though. Well, Brady, not real. I guess that. Yeah, they, they play. So this is the thing. Like, and this is what I literally sat, had an opportunity. I don't know if we talked, but we were in Hawaii and I was working out, um, walking on the treadmill. Coach McVay came in and. Oh, Mina Kime singing songs yeah. about Maurice Jones. Oh, Drew. She no, was. No. She we, had a great time with you in the Froze A's. Yeah, we had, a, we had a phenomenal time, actually. It, it was nice. I like that you're still supporting the Froze brand oh, out I there. I mean, we got to right keep it going. Right side of history. Yeah, you yeah. got to keep it going. I don't know if you don't like it, then your taste buds are all bad. Um, but. I had a, a chance to ask one quick question. And I was like, what's the, you know, like the preseason, how do you do? He goes, well, first we want to get our young guys as many reps as possible because we're going to need them down the road. We're always planning for, you know, down the road just in case something happens, we need insurance. But he was like, I was told as a coach um, that the healthiest team on Sunday has the best chance to win. You don't want to go in there I dragging agree with that. your sure. guy, right? Like, and but for so many teams, don't think that way. You know, well, because there is the weird team in Foxborough for whom the rules do not apply, and I don't mean that I'm accusing them of doing any no, backdoor no, no, stuff. No. Although maybe they, I really don't know. I don't think that they no, were doing no, stuff. Hey, this, I'm not saying four weeks ago, but I do think that there were probably some feelers put out. I don't know by whom. Hey, if AB doesn't work out with the Raiders, who's interested in the NFL? I'm over AB. That's over long. Okay, I'm oh, just telling oh, you something. But I'm telling is, you with this, too, they can lose anybody. It doesn't make a difference who, who's long out. As they don't lose. As long as they have 12 and Bill Belichick. That's the one exception to when I say is, you can't put me and spaghetti well, out there. With the Patriots, I think we would probably but win but let 12, me tell 13 you this games. Remember, the Patriots went and got Stephon Gilmore, too, who's a right. really good – like, they, he knows he needs players on their team. And Jonathan yeah. Jones. So let me say this, too, before we go, because you had posted something on Twitter about the Rams not making the playoffs, and my man J.B. Long was like, well, okay. make a nice wager, the wager being if the Rams do make the playoffs, the whole offseason this thing goes to the Maurice Jones-Drew football program presented by Zaxby's. I, I would mean, consider that. Don't consider it. Put it Put it down. Don't get, like, yes or no. Are you down or not? Are you going to stick with what you said or not? If the Steelers miss the playoffs and the Rams make it. Okay. How about that? Both those things have to happen. You see it? This is how, this ends. You stone. see it. All right. Down. I need it all off season. No jive. You no see, jive. You, you know I abide I by the whole, I need a whole new deal here. The MJDFP. Right. Yes. Before we cut it off, the one QB performance I do have to shout out because – a week in and things will change. I get it and everything else. I love the Cowboys. I think they're going to be really good and trying to tout the high end teams. I think the Chargers win was significant. I know it was unsatisfying. They tried on to some charger level. It. That is definitely a game. The Chargers typically lose that they survive because the future Hall of Famer Adam Vinatieri misses a bunch Ooh. of kicks and their punter the Chargers punter makes kicks. That's the difference in the game is so unchargersy. Maybe it's an indication the football gods are finally ready to smile on those chargers and the guy who i rated a, who i raised a lot of skepticism about if he could survive the pressure inherent to taking over for the guy who's made hay in the postseason two years in a row uh carson wentz showed up 
I mean, especially down 17 nothing, and the people are booing already and everything. Man, you talk about physical. To, to give you your credit here, players make plays and all that. I just just from a physical standpoint, who they who tight they, quarters in the who, pocket who there. He, he pulled the, the trigger. To? I know, but he who I'm did just, he throw the ball to that they made a big time move to get? I agree that that was great that he that uh, Deshaun hey, still got the wheel, Eddie. but those strong throws from in the pocket were something. I think the Eagles can char can can maybe challenge, but that's in a Super Bowl. I don't know outside of the Chargers if anybody can challenge that Patriots team. Chiefs Chiefs got a chance. They don't have a defense. They can't stop. They're going to stop Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon and Julian Edelman. I mean, y'all had Antonio Brown. Y'all let him go. I don't know why y'all did it. Oh, well, then let's see. I'm now that see guys later. doesn't that go back to the Pittsburgh Steelers? They had him last year. They didn't go to the playoffs. Don't, don't I now win the argument nope. based on that very point nope. where we started? Nope. Eddie Spaghetti, you're the judge. Decide nope. who won that argument over the over the first 20 minutes. I mean, I, I, I don't know. My thoughts are I think Antonio Brown has his fair share of issues, but I, it's just the Patriots. I believe in them and finding out like how to get the best of guys in a bad situation. And so so do players are players more important or are coaches? I mean, I think I think you need the best. I think you need good players to win. I think there are good coaches. All right, thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. Yeah. You need good players. Thank you guys very much. <laughs> hey, very I'll be back next week. Make sure you tune in because it's going to be called the MJD. It's not happening this next. It's not FP happening in, in week the off two. The Steelers well, well, lose, once they January, lose to Seattle. Once, they go to 0-3. Then I, hey, once January hits, we know. Once January hits, it'll it'll change. Either it'll be the DDFP or the MJDFP. Jimmy G worked out a couple of, uh, you know, fits and starts there. He rounded it into uh, shape a little tried bit. To, he tried to throw the game away. Yeah, he did. I, yeah. <laughs> I saw the game. All right. Seahawks survived your Bengals, too, didn't they? Barely. Close. That was Maurice's other one, that the Bungles are going to be good this year. So real quick, let me tell you that football is back, in case you didn't notice it, based on that conversation. I think uh, it was pretty clear with me and Maurice that uh, football is in fact back either way, make sure you watch local and primetime NFL games for free all season long with the Yahoo sports app or the official app of the NFL on your phone or tablet. Plus get all your latest breaking news highlights and more download the NFL app or the Yahoo sports app in your app store or at NFL.com slash mobile today. Certain restrictions and data rates may apply. There goes Maurice and spaghetti. I'd like you to next time, be more definitive. If I tab you as the judge, that's an honor. You it's, know? Yeah, People but work their whole lives to get named to the high court. You're arguing. And you're like, oh, I don't know. Because it's a tough argument. Because I, I do see where you're coming from with the coach thing. I I do think that certain coaches elevate average players. That being said, if I, would I rather a team that has a Dolphins roster on paper or a Patriots or a Texans or a roster like that on paper, then I'm going to go to the team that has more star names and talent it's it's i i can see both sides how many teams have the patriots beaten in the super bowls that the, that the patriots were demonstrably superior in terms of talent you know they the that the the premise of the 21st century patriots is that despite being uh having overall less talent i know randy moss they yeah. didn't win a super bowl obviously they had gronk willie mcginnis should be in the hall of fame richard seymour maybe will be in the hall of fame ty law is in the hall of fame it's not like they were ever bereft of talent wes welkers con is conceivably a hall of famer by the way i was having a conversation with somebody um on sunday and i now have come around julian edelman kind of has to be a hall of famer I know that the regular season numbers. Well, then wouldn't Wes Welker have to be as well? No, because Wes Welker. What, 
he was, but but Julian, it has to matter, especially if I'm going to argue the way I, I always do, that being clutch and all that, and it generally applies only to quarterbacks because they're the ones carrying the load there. But I do think that Julian Edelman, let, let's not just say he's been a significant player in that offense in Super Bowl years. He caught the game-winning touchdown pass against the Seahawks. He made the catch, maybe the craziest catch, the greatest Atlanta, catch yeah. against Atlanta. And then he's the Super Bowl MVP. It's kind of hard to argue that a guy rising to to the challenge in the big moments of the Super Bowl isn't Hall, uh, isn't Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah, I can get on board with that because I think ultimately when people say who's in the Hall of Fame, they're not going to be like, oh, Julian Edelman. Like, oh, what did he? What were his numbers? They'll think of his moments and his moments in the biggest. It age. is the it is the Lin Swan measure. Anywho, uh, before we wrap it up here, let's get to this week's edition of the Food Block presented by Bon and Viv Spike Seltzer. Uh, what did you eat? You were in uh, Las Vegas for week one, right? What my uh, my week one uh, f- Sunday food of choice is the. Oh, I'm going to get made fun of for this, but I had because uh, you were in the car trying to make your way so on I, Sunday morning in time for Giants kickoff. That's exactly right. And I stopped uh, the halfway point for those who don't know between Los Angeles and Vegas is Barstow, California, and I stopped at the uh, the In and Out there. So I had myself a double double animal style and. Uh, animal style fries and later in the day i ended up having uh some taco bell at night because it was one of those days where i just wanted to eat yeah, my sorrows and sad until they get zaxby's out uh, on the vegas to la roadways uh, you, you gotta do that kind of stuff there's also on zizix road pretty well yeah. known to people who travel who make that drive uh, between la and vegas on occasion on zizix road i can't remember the name of it but there's a great greek place the mad greek cafe yeah mad greek yeah that's right yeah that place is really good yeah, my girlfriend's been there before, and I, you, you see signs for it. Like, the minute you kind of get out of, like, Los Angeles County, there's just signs forever about the Magri Cafe, and then the same thing on the way back uh, once you leave Vegas. Uh, once you kind of cross the, the border, all you see is uh, signs for that place. Very little can uh, spoil my appetite, but you were tweeting pictures from the pools, those gr- gargantuan, grotesque pools in Vegas. I guess I'm an old man at this point. I, you know, I, I am not one—I always say, kids— if you're having a bachelor party or whatever else and you're looking for a special fun weekend, go to New Orleans. That's that's where it's at compared to Vegas. That's my personal opinion. But either way, you tweeted it out. Just a sea of frat dudes all floating there, drinking their yeah. drinking their beers in the pool. It just looked awful to me to the point that I lost my appetite for about like two and a half minutes yeah i am uh i was not a, a fan of that situation um but it, it it's like 30 dollar drinks and men with tattoos and in a crowded pool with like music that i really don't care for um and uh it's kind of overwhelming i mean you know me a little bit but that's definitely not my my scene at all uh, i do agree that new orleans besides the, the food in new orleans would be great and then it's more of like just like a bar scene kind of uh i'm sure like it's it's just more like the, the whole club thing and pool party thing, that's just not, I don't get people who enjoy that. I got together with uh, with some name drops coming up with, I saw uh, yeah. with uh, uh, Corolla and uh, Cousin Sal and all those guys uh, that I'm in the fantasy league with. They all, uh, I, you know, plus one for Damashek, but minus one in the weight department because they all ordered wieners and fries. I had exactly zero. Really? Exactly zero. He I doesn't. Had, uh, I had at, a nice glass of champagne. Were you if, at the, the? If gr- you please. You were at his garage. Yeah. Did, did he doesn't cook? What do you mean you saw that? S- Sal posted in social media. Oh, there was a, I didn't. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, no, Cor- Corolla cook. I know. I, I, <laughs> I guess I don't know. No, remember the guy who he did the man show with? 
That guy? Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. That's the guy who cooks. Okay. That guy works the, the grill yeah. or his old pizza oven and all that kind of stuff. No, no. This is just uh, send out to, you know, it's either pizza or, well, that's fairly creative to go wieners. Yeah. You know? Wieners and fries is a, is a fun way to start the season off. Anywho, thus ends this edition of the Food Block presented by Bon & Viv Spike Seltzer. And good stuff, Spaghetti. Good stuff, uh, Maurice Jones-Drew. As always, we look forward to a gangbuster season of chopping it up with our guy, Maurice. We look forward to kibitzing with you twice a week and our video show, all presented by Zaxby's, coming at you. Wednesday Spaghetti, right? Wednesday, 4 p.m. Eastern or 4 p.m. Pacific? Yeah, we, we stream our video show around 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So yeah. 7 p.m. Eastern. You can watch that, or you can go to NFL.com slash DDFP to watch each of our video segments. Um, as a standalone, good morning football back on Saturdays with Colleen Wolf and that gang and the two podcasts. We'll talk to you soon. Thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.